Welcome to 50 and Faithful, a podcast where we will discuss wellness, dating, mental health, menopause, finding happiness, and so much more. Sit back and enjoy. Hi, this is Linda Gorm. Welcome to 50 and Faithful. Today, we're going to take a journey to a better me. And I have three points that I like for us to talk about. But you know, before I get started, let's just chat for a little bit. Uh, It is now 2023, another year. And what has come to my mind is just a few things that I like to work on, a few things that I want to stay focused on. And to begin to just to begin a, a better journey for me. And number one is my relationship with Christ. And for today, my relationship with Christ is, is awesome. And it's an ongoing relationship that I truly enjoy. And what I find my joy in is having that relationship with Christ. So how I begin my day is very important. I always start my day with devotionals. Now, I don't know about anybody else. I know when I get up in the morning, usually when I open my eyes, first thing come up my mouth is thank you, Lord. And one thing for sure that I will not do, and I make a honest effort, even if I may forget for a minute, if I look at the phone, I can't do anything in that phone until I've had my devotion because the Lord is my number one priority. So that's what I'm going to work on. And that's what I do. So I will have my devotions. And my devotions usually consist of reading scripture, I also have a devotional book. So for each day of the week, I read that, but I am also reading scripture. So I am for January, and it's going, um, I'm sure I will end up for sure adding another book, but the first book that I'm starting with is the book of Daniel. So I'm reading the book of Daniel, and I try to just apply God's principles to my life, which is just an important part of being a Christian, being a follower of Christ. It's just uh, really important. And also for me, I am making sure that I have signed up for Bible study. Bible study is very important for me. You know, I, I want to, to learn the Word of God. And I also am now, um, I like going, being in the house. I like actually physically being there at church. And I think with the pandemic, I found myself continuing even after the church, you know, was open again. And can you believe it that the church closed? In my lifetime, that has never happened. And that I am aware of that we could not actually go to church. So I started watching the service virtually and I enjoy it, but I I miss 
physically being there. So I've started going back, actually going back in the building, which just brings me absolute joy. I, I enjoy that part of it. So for my spiritual journey, along with, of course, prayer, and I have to go, let me, let me rewind and go back to my devotionals. Part of the devotional of, is, is prayer. And I am one of those people, I, I, I pray all throughout the day. It, it's just a, a way of life for me. I, I think whether it's a long prayer or it's just a short one. And I am giving thanks to God. Cause, and then sometimes, especially at work, sometimes things can be stressful. So I'm calling on the Lord to guide me to make sure that what comes out my mouth is what is supposed to, Lord. Just guide me and tell me what I need to do. And just in that reassurance when I'm talking to the Lord, that gives me the assurance that I can do it, that I, I, I can be who he wants me to be. I can be pleasing in his sight. And that's what that's my goal. I want to be pleasing. I want I want to have an effect on that. And also it's part of my testimony, and I, I believe that people will see Christ through you by your action. So what I say and what I do as a child of God, I say I'm a child of God, but it's important that my actions are that of God. So that is what, what I do. Okay, secondly, physical and mental health. For me, my journey is that I want to physically feel good. I want I don't want all the aches and pains. So what does that look like for me? What it looks like for me on the physical side is that I have to watch what I eat. I strongly believe that certain foods cause your body to uh, feel a certain way. Like with the aches, I my knees are my problem. <laughs> I have uh, arthritis in both of my knees. So I believe that I need to change my diet. And I'm, getting, I'm going to have a truthful moment right now. I am a snackaholic. I enjoy a crunch. And so I have to change that. that that's not helping me. So I am on a quest and to change my diet. And I've done it before. And I've been able to, um, when I realize and how, and okay, let me explain how I did before, because you know, I'm an open book and I talk about just about everything uh, that's going to, that goes on with me. I had to have my gallbladder removed. And prior to having the gallbladder removed, some of the symptoms of a bad gallbladder is that you will eat certain foods will trigger you to be nauseous or vomit or have extreme pain. And I'm when I'm saying you feel like you don't know whether you're having a heart attack or not because the pain is in your chest. It was just, oh my gosh, it was the worst pain. Um, not quite as bad as uh, childbirth, but it was close to it. It was just, oh my goodness. So 
from that, I knew that I could not eat any fried foods, um, pasta, like a red sauce. Certain things would just trigger that to happen. So I stayed away. And I, I for probably uh, maybe six months until I had the surgery, I could not eat any of those foods. I stayed away from it. And you know what? It was not a problem because it, I knew the consequences of if I was to eat that food, then I would suffer the consequences, which would be the pain. So it was not worth the pain for me. And I was able to do it. But after I had my gallbladder removed, I said, oh, let me see what I can eat. So some things I have not gone back to. Uh, one is eggs. Eggs would cause a violent behavior. I mean, um, not behavior, but a violent pain. So I have not, and I don't know if I'll ever eat eggs again. Uh, uh, something else that was um, pizza. Pizza was something that also caused extreme pain. So those were foods, and and honestly, I have no desire to eat those things again at this point. And uh, you never say never, but at this point, I've chosen not to eat those particular foods. So I'm not looking to be a vegan. That's not my goal. But I am seriously thinking about... Uh, and I'm going to do it, and I don't know if it's going to be a lifetime, you know, for a lifetime that I'm going to change, but I know one thing for sure. If I see a difference, I'm going to give it a chance. I am going to remove meat, uh, any chicken, anything. I'm, I'm going to remove that from my diet. I don't, no meat. I am going to uh, stick with uh, some seafood. I, my goal is to, every day when I, you know, for my dinner, not necessarily, I could just have vegetables. I don't have to have a meat. And I grew up in a home where we always had the, a protein, which was a meat, whether it was beef, pork, or chicken. Fridays we had fish and we also had a starch and a vegetable. So as an adult I continued that and I can remember having a friend. I went to our house and they had the protein. They had a chicken and vegetable. In my mind I was thinking where is Where's the potatoes? Where is the starch? Because that's the way I grew up. And let me tell you about these folks, my friend and her family. They all were, um, they did not have any, <laughs> if they had any fat, it wasn't much on them. They were thin people. They were in good shape. And probably because they didn't have the carbs. So they didn't have to, to worry about that but in my house we always had a cop so I you know with my kids growing up and we would have dinner and you know I wonder why I heard that my children friends they love coming 
to my home because, especially around dinner time, because they knew that they could have a good meal and they would they would eat things that oh we we never have that oh thank you Miss Linda I just uh you know so that was one of the things that I you know we pull things from our childhood and as adults we can still carry on with it but you know what you don't have to. You don't have to do it because that's what mama did. Because you, because somebody can ask you a question and say, well, Linda, why do you think that you, why are you eating a starch in your meat, a starch in a vegetable? Why do you always have to have that? And you know what my answer probably would be, well, that's what my grandmother and my mother, that's what we did. I have no, I don't, I can't give you an intelligent answer for that. It was just a way of life, and I just continue with that way of life. But really, it doesn't have to be that way. I can start today by doing what it is that, what is best for me. So I want to be healthier, and I'm going to do some self-care. And part of my self-care is going to be that I am going to change my diet. I am going to eat, uh, whether it's raw vegetables, since I feel the need of wanting a crunch. How about crunching with some carrots or, or a piece of fruit? You know, so that's where I am mentally as far as my physical health, how I am going to eat. And also, one thing I... I always say is that I don't necessarily have to eat because it tastes good. I'm just eating to survive and to to be, you know, I have to get in that mind. Of course, sometimes you can eat some things and I will find a way to make it taste good. But my goal is to find a way to make it taste pleasing to me, but without adding extra calories to it. And I know that I can do it. So that's my goal. And I will keep y'all updated on that. If when I find some some good things that I'm trying, I will let you know. Because we all need to think about um, eating better. And, and if you guys know something, remember, just email me. Let me know about it. Because we can we can do this thing together. And as I always say, this journey of life that I'm taking right now, I want to take it with you and I want us to work together with that. So, okay. Now, I talked about the physical side of what I'm doing. Now, let's talk about mental health. Mental health is very important. Mental health controls us on really, it, it, it controls on how you feel. Um, and your mental health is really important. I listened to Dr. Anita, her podcast, and she mentioned about how we seem to, we being women, we will make sure that we go to our doctor appointments and, you know, take care of that. But we don't think about our mental health. And she said, just like you go for your yearly physical, how about yearly? Um, seeing a therapist and I thought wow that that's great because I had never been to a therapist before and the reason I never went to a therapist because I felt like I didn't need one and my mindset I had to be suffer from depression or just 
couldn't get myself together. I don't know. It was just the thought of, and, and not that I thought that you had to be crazy to go. Not at all. I just felt like I didn't need it. And then after listening to Dr. Anita say it, I said, okay, I think I'm going to give, I'll, I'll give a therapist a try. And honey, let me tell you, it has been an awesome experience for me to just talk through some of the things that are going on with me, but to speak to a professional and to get another side, to get a non-judgment. And then I know sometimes we, we don't necessarily talk about everything with everybody or anybody. We kind of keep it to ourselves. So to have this person that I, I can talk to who can lead me or who even questioned some of my actions and made me think about some of the things that I'm doing that are not necessarily doesn't make sense. And I'll go back to, oh, I just always, and that's just the way I always do it. But why? Some things just don't make sense. And you don't realize it until you just had that talk. So I would strongly, strongly suggest that you at least once a year see a therapist. It really could change your life. Don't be against it. Just like you go and get your um, yearly exams, I would suggest that you see a therapist also. All right, so third on my list of my journey to be a better me is my relationships. Is to take a look at my relationships whether it's with my spouse, my children, my friends, my co-workers. Just take a look at my relationships. Are there some relationships that you feel like, mm, maybe this relationship I may need to step back? And I strongly believe that some, and it's, you know, some of us, you may have heard that heard someone say that a relationship, some relationships are here for a season and some are for a reason. And I honestly believe that. I've had people in my life who we were, you know, just hanging out for a while and things were good and then we kind of drift apart because sometimes I believe that we outgrow people, you know, our, what we used to do in the past. Now we are kind of in a different direction. So I, I feel like it's good to have people who are in the same space that you are. So if my goal is to travel and I am in a relationship with somebody who doesn't like to travel, it kind of going, you're going to butt heads with that. So what I'm saying is that it's kind of like minds together who want to do some, some people are okay, pretty much not doing anything. Like for them, they just want to work, come home and that's it. You know, they don't have a plan to maybe improve themselves or or two, they just don't, they don't have a plan. And that's on them, that's okay if that's what they wanna do. But if for you, if you are looking to expand your life and to, to grow and, and just to have um, 
some joy in your life, then maybe find, not maybe, then you need to find someone who is in that same mind space that you're in. Because together, you, 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 you know how you could have a conversation and you could talk for hours about how you want to expand on your life. So I would suggest that you get like, be around like-minded people. And that is the goal for me. I want to be around like-minded individuals. And I will uh, continue to grow because you never stop learning. I enjoy learning new things, new people, just, you know, just learning about what can make my life better, what can make me feel better. You know, um, like I love to read. I love a good novel. So to be in the room or to know someone who also enjoys that is wonderful. And, you know, and the goal is to eventually um, maybe have a book club and we all could read together and then come together and discuss that book. Or let's talk about, I'm going to go back to the physical Working out, finding someone who's in the same space that you, you know, wanting to work out, maybe want to walk. You just walk together. You know, that that's something that is great to do. But I'm going to leave you with uh, one, with just this quote here. And till we meet again, I wanted you to take this, I'm going to take this away. I miss the me I never been. Think about that. Till we meet again. Bye.